Guess who's back? <laughs> it's your girls. I know we've been missed. Welcome to Hood Healing. This is Lydia with a Y. And Lydia with a Y. And we are back after a, a month's long hiatus. We're on vacation. <laughs> we wish we were on. Well, actually, I am going on vacation next week, but we are. We took some time off to regenerate, rejuvenate. Uh, regenerate. <laughs> it sounds like we're robots. Um, to rest and relax, and um, we had we had a very busy last few weeks, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but we are revamping. This is season two of Hood Healing. Yay! You should have a little clapping. I know. I don't know why we don't have we don't have that, but um, I think there is a little clapping that we could do here. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but uh, anyways, the clapping noise. We are celebrating our second season. Yay! Shout out to everybody who has listened to us, reached out to us, has posted us, has shown us love. Yeah, and has listened because we've had over 1,000 uh, listens to this podcast, which is amazing. Um, so this has been, I, I think something that we've, we kind of started and we're like, well, let's just see where it goes. And we've been, um, enjoying all of the wonderful support. Um, today we are wearing t-shirts that were made for us with our logo. That's right. Shout out to your home girl. To my BFF, Sonia, who got these t-shirts made. Um, and we're going to tag, we're going to take a picture on our Instagram and our TikTok, and we will tag her friend who made these for us because it's pretty awesome. Um, Everybody's asking for the merch, so hopefully that comes out next year. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we we need to find the time to do that because let me tell you, it's been pretty uh, pretty busy for us on a lot of different levels, not just this one, but you know, just in general. So, without further ado, what have you been up to, ma'am? been relaxing at home <laughs> so for those of you guys that have me on instagram you guys saw we revealed who is carrying and it is me <laughs> big news shocker for a lot of people who reached out to me they were like what the fuck um but i'm happy i mean it's been a pretty chill pregnancy no morning sickness um nothing like that and uh, i'm at home resting so that that's pretty cool. No stress or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it gets kind of lonely here in these four <laughs> walls, but uh, other than that, I mean, I've been pretty good. Yeah. Well, we're, we've been kind of like um, housewives of garden. <laughs> we'll be like, let's go have lunch. Let's go have, uh, get, get coffee in the mornings. Um, well, not really coffee for you, but half coffees, I guess. But um yeah, it's it's pretty I think you've been pretty lucky to have like such a chill pregnancy because I feel like your pregnancy is been so smooth um despite your intense craving. I know. It's for in and out and just telling nice. I think that's the only thing that I've craved was um in and out all the time 
and I apologize to my partner who hates In-N-Out now. Um, In-N-Out, guava ice cream, and a lot of Joes. That's it. And we haven't we haven't minded that actually because I really love Joe's Italian Ice and I also love In and Out so we've been along for the ride, um, so yeah so that's great and then you had your baby shower yes you was, had your baby shower that was a success I think um, shout out to Susie she she brought her vision to life and we've been getting a lot of you know compliments that it was really nice um, my grandma said it was beautiful. All the flowers that that we had, the decorations. Um, my grandma really liked it. And for me, my biggest critic is my grandma. I don't really give a shit about what anybody else says, but my grandma. And um, I went to go have breakfast with her the other day, and she said everything looked beautiful. She said it was really elegant. The flowers were very nice, and she knew right away who who was the one who who was uh, designed <laughs> whose artistic yeah. touch that was. Yeah, she knew it was Susie. So shout out to her. She literally got everything together the flowers you know the round tables which is something different that we've never done that looked really nice the umbrellas um shout out to my friend perla's um cousin who decorated for us that looked really nice my sister honda too she she you know did her magic and mm-hmm. maribel shout out to maribel Poor Maribel. She thought she was really going to be chilling here from Chicago and she was put to work every single day. Maribel helped out with the flower arrangements. Vettel, you guys, you and Frank helped set up. Liz, you can't forget Liz. Um, Evie, she helped too. Uh, Didi, she heard me vent the whole way to Costco (laughs) that morning. Uh, she kept telling me, you need to calm down. You'll be fine. You're like, everything's going to be okay. I just, it just felt kind of, yeah. you know, kind of stressful, although I wasn't really doing much, but I just, I felt helpless, like just sitting there, you know what I mean? But, well, I mean, really, it's really meant for you all to enjoy, yeah. you know, to be able to like really enjoy celebrating your baby. And it was really nice. I think, first of all, they got a shitload of gifts. Yeah. A lot. Like our living room literally looks like a fucking baby store. A baby store. Like you want to come and look at some outfits. Uh, we got a lot of diapers, a lot of like a lot of very cute a lot of clothes, clothes, a lot of nice. Yeah, yeah, a lot of nice stuff. So our baby, really good. she's loved already, which is yeah. very nice. That's yeah, great. Yeah, so good food. Um, you know, good treats. Yeah. Everybody kind of chipped in and brought stuff. So definitely, I think. I think my advice to you guys was like, let people help. Yeah. And honestly, like, um, there's a few people that we need to think to like Crystal Merlin, like they helped us to, um, a lot actually. So shout out to them. Um, Susie's cousins, you know, Lucy and Liz, Evie's mother-in-law, she made a, a cake that she was really good. Um, she helped out with pasta. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. Um, my mom, shout out to my mom. She made some hot sauce that was burning everybody's asses. Yeah. Um, some rice, my tia Kena, you know, Guille, Susie's mom, uh, Vero, Honda for sweets, you and Frank for bringing Joe's. Everybody was excited about that. Um, Liz fucking killed it. She made 50 choco flans. Shout out to her. Dang girl. Um, 
Let's see what else. Who else? Am I? Didi helped out a lot too. Uh, let me see. I don't want to forget anyone because then I feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Just shout out to everyone who helped us out. A lot of people helped us out. Caesar helped out a lot too, and Giselle. Um, Rosa with her artistic cricket stuff. Uh, shout out to Rosa. And I hope I'm not. If I forgot someone, I'm sorry. But shout out to you guys for helping you us may out. Send us a DM. Just yeah. Kidding. No, but it was really nice. Like everything was nice. Um, everybody who came was everyone who we wanted here. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really nice. Um, we did get a lot of you know thanks for the invite. You know, sick ass invite. Um, you know, I thought we were close, and, and it has nothing to do with us not being close or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, us not wanting you guys here. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I mean. We're about to bring a child into this world, you know what I'm saying? And we're, we just wanted something intimate, something small. And that's exactly what we had. And it was nice. Yeah. Which if you're Mexican means like 60. Yeah. For Susie, I feel like she thought that the day went by really fast the night. I felt like it was eternity, dude. Like I kept asking yeah. for the time and it's like. I, I would ask her the time and it was like, yeah, why now motherfucker still in my house? <laughs> so the baby shower started at what? 4.30 or 4? Four? 4. It started at 4. Yeah. And it was just welcoming everyone, you know, giving everybody hugs, you know, thanking them for coming. And I asked for the time. I had asked what time is it? They said it's 5. I was like, 5? What the fuck? And then again, we're, you know, walking around, you know, trying to, you know, show love to everyone that was here, you know, going table to table, you know, to talk. And then I asked for the time again. I remember my mom was like, it's seven, seven fifteen. And you were like, God damn. I was like, what the fuck? It was like fucking eight something already or nine. But it was nice. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was nice. And it was nice to see a lot of people that I haven't seen um, yeah. as far as coworkers. Um, Cause I was put out of work early, you know? So it was nice to see them here um be able to talk to them and enjoy them mm -hmm. uh, so that was nice it was really yeah that was it was nice to meet like some of those people from your other world yeah um but yeah it turned out very nice um but yeah it was it was just a long busy day like just up and down um and as your mc <laughs> of the of the festivities um you know it felt like People really had it. We're having a good time, especially yeah. the games. Although you really see like how fucking competitive people are. You're like, damn, homie, is this a fucking baby shower? This I, ain't this I know, I know, I know. Some people I know. are really getting mad. And yeah, stuff. I know Susie's family is competitive, and you know damn well that our family is I very, was like, very. Really need to calm down now. Competitive. So that that was interesting. I ended up walking away after the whole, you know, measuring my stomach. I was like, you're like, I'm out. I'm Peace. out, dude. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, like. And then the presents, opening the presents and all that Girl, stuff. Like, there was so many gifts. Can we stop doing that? Because, I mean, no tea, no shade. But I was like, damn, are, are they still opening damn yeah. gifts? I, like, I turned around and looked at Susie and I can just tell that she was, like, she was done getting anxiety. Like, she's, like, looking at me like, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, But I, it was a yeah. lot of nice, nice gifts. And then the next morning, um, her family was still out here from out of town. So, yeah. We're looking at gifts and it's just a lot of cute clothes. Like she's going to, she's going to be rocking some nice she's gear. She's going to be rocking that little jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got her little bell bottoms and stuff like that. She got her like a little leather jacket. And 
Oh, oh I haven't found one yet. I'm, I'm going to get her one and I'll wear mine too. We'll be twins. I'm also looking forward to her wearing um, the baby who stole Christmas, I think it is. Oh, the, the little Grinch outfit. The little Grinch outfit. outfit. I'm going to do a little photo shoot with that. But yeah, it was it was nice. I had a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I'm like, it's only a couple of months and then she's going to be here. And it's so crazy to me. Like, you know all this time, all this energy like that you guys have spent to have a baby and like, it's finally here. I know it's going by fast too. It like, is honestly when, um, and you know, I get asked a lot on Instagram and I, and I feel like it's, I don't know. I, I think maybe cause we've been through so much. I think a lot of the questions that I get asked, I know people don't mean it in a bad way, but I feel like sometimes it's like, bro, like take us, take a step back and think if, the question you're asking is, is like, like appropriate. You know I'm saying like, oh, like, um, like I never thought it would be you. Like, like where was that at? Of? Or, or what, what did, what did you like, how did that happen? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, I would never in a million years thought it was like, I, I understand that. You know what I'm saying? But, well, I mean, where you, I mean, I think where it comes from is like this place of, Really, it's like misogyny where people are like only feminine women yeah. would want to be pregnant or can be pregnant. And to me, honestly, like Lydia, the thing is that we've been through this for six years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. been six years of us trying to have a baby. And Su I love Susie with all my heart. This is who I want to be with for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to... You know, I wanted to help out, you know, like when you're in a relationship, it's so it, it's a partner thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it's 50 50, you know what I mean? And seeing her go through everything that she went through after the miscarriage, you know, like and her trying again and stuff like that, like it was hard. You know what I mean? So I literally every drive to work for me is where I sit and think, you know, and I thought to myself, like. Dude, nine months will go by fast. Did I ever, when I was small, when I was small, like, you know, a lot of girls are like, oh, I want a like, big old wedding. I want to have a baby. Like, that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I sat in my car and I literally thought to myself, like, dude, nine months will go by fast. A big belly that will go away. If not, then you can work for it to go away. Like, how bad can it possibly be? You know what I'm saying? So I told Susie, like, I'll go next. You know what I'm saying? Like, it came out of me. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people who are also asking, like, oh, like, um, how did Susie convince you? Like, motherfucker, like, hey, no one yeah. had to convince like me. Like, it came out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I decided to want to carry. And and I'm happy that I did because, honestly, to feel the baby kick is something mm -hmm. so special. Like, honestly, like, I always tell Susie, like, I talk to her, you know, like, good to girls. If you guys didn't know, it's a girl. Um like, I'll talk to her when it's just me at home, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just to feel her kick is something so special, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, do I regret it? No. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, oh, well, you don't regret it because you don't have those morning sickness. And all. Even if I did, like, I'm sure I wouldn't. Once once she's here, it, it'll all be worth it. Yeah. You know? Well, and the other thing is, like, it is a privilege to carry a baby. It's yeah. like, not everybody can. And to, like, have that experience of, like, actually feeling your baby and going through everything like that's actually a, a really wonderful experience even when you have like the negative side effects of it you know I had a really high risk pregnancy but I don't think I've ever said like oh I had a terrible pregnancy like yeah. I actually really loved being pregnant and 
I was only able to be pregnant once and that's the way it was. But I'm really thankful that I even got that one opportunity because we thought it was going to be zero. Yeah. And honestly, like, um, I've been asked like questions about the fertility doctor and stuff like that, you know, and Mm -hmm. honestly, like if you've been told that you can't conceive, like, I think that you should keep your options open. You know what I'm saying? I think I've said this before on another podcast, um, keep your options open. And honestly, this, this doctor that we went to, um, if we do decide to go again or which we are, you know what I'm saying? But it's just trying to figure out who's going to go next again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm too much of a pussy to go back and do it again. I think I'm so scared. Everything scares me. <laughs> Everything is scary. And like every um, weird feeling in my body, like I literally have to true. always, if it's not you, I'm asking it's fucking Monica. Like I'll reach out to Monica. Like, uh, I'll call Honda, like Honda for sure. Like I, my sister, like I've been blown up, dude. Like, I feel this, like, is this normal? She's like, yes, it's normal. Like, let's, you literally have a child growing inside she of you. She also had twins, so know, she, like, dude, even more probably has, like, has felt some of these things. Yeah, like, I when, can't even imagine that. When we got back from Disneyland, like, I fucking messaged her, and I said, dude, like, I sent her a snap taking off my hat, and I said, dude, hats off to you, man. Like, you carry two little girls inside of you. Like, I'm carrying one, and, like, sometimes I feel like, oh, like, I feel so heavy, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like my tummy feels, like, super right, heavy. You're going to have to get a <laughs> Beep, beep. I mean, but I even told Suze, like, I want to go to Disneyland in October. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... The what, belt, the tummy belt. Are you going to paint your stomach like a pumpkin and take a picture? There's no Caesar Giselle just asked that yesterday. So we bought the dogs um, Halloween costumes and they're pumpkins. So Susie was like, wouldn't it be cute if we painted your stomach and then sat Sully and Sophie next to you? And I was like, no. <laughs> Girl, please don't do that. I don't know if I can be friends anymore if you fucking did that. Hey, what? Um, Halloween's around the corner, so I've been looking at some costumes. It's a lot of good costumes I have in mind. Okay. I we'll see how it goes though. Um but yeah, this pregnancy has been pretty chill. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. That's good. I'm glad. And we're all excited to meet the baby and we'll have the baby on the podcast. I know. It's gonna be <laughs> We're gonna buy that chair that chair we saw at IKEA. Which one? The chair that Frank pointed out. Oh my gosh. It was like a little armchair. It looked yeah. like uh, that it would be in a library or something. Yeah, we're going to put that. She's going to be like real cool over here on the podcast in her little chair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's such a wonderful experience to be pregnant. Like even like I, I had a little bit of morning sickness when I was pregnant and I remember I had to go to Vegas cause like my best friend got, got married like I was about four months pregnant when she got married. So I was like barely coming in out of my first trimester when we went to Vegas. And the day we got back, I started bleeding and had to go to the emergency room. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I get for being up in the clubs. You were at a club? I was at a club. How many pregnant. months I was almost like, so I was at the three months, but I started showing very early because I had a lot of. I had like really high amniotic fluid. So like I was always very big when I was pregnant, but, um, I remember I was in the club and, uh, this guy was like, comes up behind me and is like totally freaking me. And then I turn around and he sees my little stomach and he's like, I was like, fucker. 
deal, fucking asshole. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I was so pissed, but, um, you Should've know. thrown up on him. So that was kind of scary because when I went to the emergency room, they're like, you're probably having a miscarriage. And now, and now we know because, like, of, like, Mateo's whole dwarfism stuff, like, that probably was what was happening. But, you know, he hung in there, and here he is. <laughs> almost 18 years later chilling chilling but um i just remember like for the most part like you know we had a lot of doctor's appointments because like they told us everything was very high risk whatever but um but for me physically like i was fine like i was still going everywhere and you know doing everything like i felt i felt good i was still going to work and um I just remember I was at the time was like a social worker in home for, you know, like babies. So I would go hold babies like all day long and I was pregnant. And a lot of the moms were like, you know, so excited when I, cause you know, some of these families I'd been with for like a year or two and they were just excited that I was pregnant. I don't know. It's kind of funny how excited other people get when you're, when you're pregnant. Yeah, I think it's just like this idea of, you know, having like, this life, you know, that you're bringing into the world. And I remember very clearly that I sat down on the couch and this little girl, she was so cute. I was like, hi, you know, hi mamas. And she's like, comes over to me and she fucking slaps me in the face. Oh shit. Whack. And the mom's like, oh my God. The mom was like totally freaking out. She was a toddler. So that's pretty typical. They, they, they're like, they choose violence like every day. What the hell? That's scary. Some of those toddlers, man, they really be off the hook. But um, but it was funny because the mom was so embarrassed. I was like, "It's okay. Like, I know this is normal. What she was doing." But uh, oh my goodness, sorry. I think they tell you like if you're what is it if you're having a girl, you're. I never understood that one. It was like if you're having a girl, then little girls won't want to be with you. But if you're having a boy, little. I don't know how that works. I don't know, but when I held Johnny's Johnny's little girl at the at Tia Rosa's house at one time, she did not want to be with me. She was like, "Nope, no." Was it Johnny's or was it um Paula's little girl? I think it was Paula's little girl. No, when I held her, she didn't want oh, to be with she me. She started crying right away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But she liked me. She's like, "You're one of me." I don't know, but when we went to go visit Maribel's aunt, I was holding. Maribel's cousin's baby and my baby started freaking kicking like oh she's like you better put that other yeah. baby down homie kicking. I'm the only one that's funny yeah. well it's like now she's getting more active yeah she is and I can literally stomps on my bladder dude like <laughs> boom boom I told Susie like when I say she stomps on my bladder like I'm being serious like she literally stomps on my bladder like I think the only thing that I have not been very or been a fan of being pregnant is how many times I pee. Oh yeah. Yeah. At night. Like I'm literally comfortable and then boom. Come back. Depends and pee no. in your diaper. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Well just get an astronaut diaper. Oh no, okay. I'll just get up and go pee. I swear even Sully looks at me like what the fuck like he was like just getting up again. He, he they really it's funny because the dogs really look like what the, can you imagine how they're going to be when this baby's here? They're going to be like, I think Sully's going to be a jerk. I think he's not going to care. And I think Sully's her barking better to get better. We're selling her. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I, I feel like she's going to be the most protective. Probably. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Because Sully is in his own world. Like, he don't give a shit. Fucking chicken. Yeah. And so now you're, you and Susie are going to be going into this like journey of motherhood. What do you think your parenting styles are going to be like? We were talking about that the other day with Haley. Haley's like, I feel like you're going to be more strict than Susie. And I feel like I'm not. I feel, I don't know. I feel like we're both probably going to be chill. Susie's like, I'm going to let her walk around barefoot. Like, I'm going to let her, like, I'm not going to be that parent that's running behind with the hand sanitizer. And, you know, she's like, although, like, there's nothing wrong with those type of parents. You know what I'm saying? But she's like, my mom... I think her grandma, she said, her grandma always said, let them run loose, like, let them do whatever they want type of thing, you know? Yeah, like, let them have experiences. I think that, yeah, because I think I I totally see that in her. Like, I felt like she's like what they call like a free range parent where it's like, let these kids have these experiences. And we were kind of like that, you know, like, definitely where I was like, okay, have your experiences, but I'll explain to you like why certain things are dangerous. And like, Mateo just got it. We never baby proof the house. I'd be like, that's not safe. Cause that can make you sick or that could hurt your body. You know, like if you explain stuff to kids, like they get it, even when they're little, they understand, you know? And, um, I think the way Frank and I differ and we still do is yes, I get anxious as a mom. Like, when my child, like, where, where did he go? He went to the beach this weekend. <laughs> Fire and Fucking. shit. Yes. And I was so anxious about it because I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this kid, you know, I, I just worry because, you know, physically he 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 has some challenges just with, like, his stuff that he has. Like, he has a skeletal disorder. And so I always, like, want to make sure, like, he's not, like, overexerting himself because, you know, it's hard for him. And the whole next day he was like just out, like he was tired. You know, remember he was like he's gonna be tired this weekend. I know for sure because if he's going more nights. Oh, tonight, actually, we were supposed to go on a hike on Saturday morning. Good luck with that. Not gonna, it's not gonna happen. I I think so. Sunday we'll go for a hike. We'll go do our hike on Sunday. But um, you know, I'm trying to encourage him to move his body more so that he can build up his endurance. Yes, he's not that kind of kid. Like. This is a child that, you know, like <laughs> he played t- he played t ball. Yeah, and there was a kid who really wanted to play, it and it was his turn to play because you had to like rotate kids in and out. He's like, "No, you can go ahead." And play <laughs> he was like, "I'll be chilling on this bench." I like Um, but you know, so, but I just felt very anxious. Like, I just hope this kid is like not going in the water because he's also struggles like he's not the the strongest swimmer and i saw like the little phone i was tracking his phone you know and i saw it going like where the ocean was and i was like oh my god so i'm like texting like please be careful you know how's it going hope you're having a good time that's like the balance he's like yeah everything's great and then when i pick when he got home he's like mom i just want to let you know that when you text me you know be safe hope everything's going well actually there was a fire these kids I was like oh my gosh like I I feel like when I was his age like definitely I'm I'm the oldest you know I'm the oldest child so when I was 17 like I was responsible like I was definitely like what they call parent parentified yeah parentified I don't know how to say that word but like when your parents rely on you to do things that really are their job you know and because you know my parents were like 
in this really dysfunctional relationship, my mom like leaned in on me a lot to do things like I remember as soon as I learned how to drive, she'd be like, can you go to the store for me? Can you go pay this bill for me? There I was going to pay like the light bill and stuff and going to drop off this and that and picking up my sisters from practice. So I just think about the fact that this child has not ever had to be responsible for anything but himself. And, you know, like some of the chores in the house that we ask him to do. But it's like so crazy to me that like he's really enjoying his youth. Yeah. And that's that's cool. That's cool to see how much he is enjoying it now. Because I remember when we were first started hanging out with you guys, like, he was kind of like in his room by himself, didn't want to go anywhere. Like he would get yeah. invited to places. And now, can now out and about. This kid's like, peace, I'm out. Oh, what was that concert he went to or show that he went to in Santa Ana the other day? Fucking, oh, it was like at you, nine o'clock or something. Like that. Facial show, man. And I was like, what? This the kid fuck? was really living his best life over there and, and saying, like, oh my God, what did he say? He's like, oh, there's this part that, you know that they say the, this stuff and he was like, I can't really say it because it's bad words. And I was like, I've heard you cussing with your friends. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be tripping about that kind of stuff. And he was like, yeah, they were yelling at the slut because it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. I guess yeah. this is part of it. I've never, I've never been to one where they do the live like actors and stuff, but I guess that's what they do. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, but it was, it. you know, he's really enjoying himself, but Again, like I had a very strict mom. My dad was like, I don't care what, what you guys do. Yeah. And, but I, and I think that that was a little bit of a problem because we had one parent that was like so controlling and strict. Mm-hmm. And we had one that was like, I don't give a fuck what you do. And I feel like it's very confusing when you're the child. Cause you're like, well, like we knew that if my dad said yes, we had to ask my mom too, because she was the one that was like the authority in the, the final house. Decision. And so, you know, I remember like one time I went somewhere, my dad told me I could go, I was out and this is before cell phones. And I got home and my mom was really mad and I got in trouble. And I was like, well, dad said I could. And I remember her saying like, well, you need to ask me. I'm the one that decides. And it was more about like my mom was actually active. Like she knew what was going on. He had no idea because he was just so far removed from us um, emotionally that he wasn't really like, he didn't know what was happening. He didn't know what was going on. Um, But I think it's funny because I think it's different now. Like he's very much, I think he's trying to really make up for lost time. You know, like he really wants to be there. He wants to help us do stuff around the house. You know, he, he wants to like really be involved with the kids, um, which is nice, but he definitely was like, whatever, whatever you want to do until I got a boyfriend. And you know, it's so funny. I was, my mom was actually the one that was chill about it. Like my mom definitely was like, you need to protect yourself because I don't want you to get pregnant. But my dad was literally like, he cannot come in this house. And I was shocked by that. Because my dad was always like, eh, whatever. Eh. And then I, I swear to God, as soon as this guy comes to the house, he's like, he cannot be in my house. So we would be sitting on my porch talking <laughs> to each other, you know. And my mom was like, just be home by 11 and just make sure you're not like you're protecting yourself. Damn. She and dad was like, fuck that. You better not even take my daughter. It was just a total 180. 
That's crazy. I think, I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to be protective of the baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for sure not be strict because my dad was strict. I, it sucked. Like, I remember like um, hanging out with like Maribel and Susie and everybody and would go to the block. And as soon as we would get there, he would be texting and like, what time are you coming home? Or my mom would be calling. You know what I mean? Like, your dad's asking what time you're going to get home. So I feel like they, he was real strict and she was, she was just going with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But even Susie will tell you, like, I remember we would be having a good time where we'd be hanging out at her house and stuff. And my, they'd be calling me, like, literally blowing me up. So as far as, like, being lenient once the baby gets older, then, I mean, but also I feel like, I'll be protective because of what I went through. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want the, anyone to hurt the baby. Even now, like with like Haley and stuff like that, or like Mike, like I'll be like, you know, you need to make sure that you're being careful when you're out there and stuff like that. You know, yeah. like I'll even tell Honda, like, make sure that you talk to the girls, like, and Damien, you know what I mean? Like, you can't trust anybody, like, not even family. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest fear that I have, like, mm-hmm. making sure that that no one hurts the baby or anything like that you know yeah. i mean i think it's also like a balance of i think it's unfortunate because you had those experiences young and they told you like on many different levels like that the world isn't a safe place for you and i think that's why you you get scared of a lot of stuff because yeah. there's never like you got that message so early and it's really i mean and I think a lot of, a lot of like Mexican families do that. They'll go, Oh, if you're, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about that story that we told you about when we went to JCPenney and that Mexican mom was like, you better behave or that man's going to take you. (laughs) She fucking points at Frank and Frank's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to find some fucking t-shirts here. He's so funny because he was so offended too. And I remember I was fucking with him. He was. And I was fucking with him. And I told him that when the baby's here, I'm going to tell the baby, you don't stop it. A man's going to eat you. And he's like, fuck you. That's fucked up. And he was like so upset about it. And I'm like, if she only knew this man, she would. But she was yelling at her kids so loud. She was pointing at Frank. She's like, that man's going to take you. And I was like, what the fuck, lady? This is my husband over here. That's funny. But um, but anyways, but you know, we tell like it's like we scare kids all the yeah. time, and that's, I I've it, really tried not to do that with. And my that's own what child. Susie told me. She's like, because she's heard like in my family, like I've been a Chucky or or you know I've been in La Llorona or the man with the horse face or you know what I'm saying like <laughs> the man with the horse face um. Like stuff like that, you know, so he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, like not none of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know that now, you know what I mean? But I used to do that too. Like if you don't if you don't hurry up, check is gonna or like Yorona and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. but I think that's like every Hispanic family, like that's how you grew I know. up fucking they scare the they shit out of you. you know? man. They try to traumatize your ass and then we're all fucking scared of everything. Well, except for us, because we grew up with my mom fucking showing horror movies oh, shit. at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Like so we're not scared of that shit. But I mean, well, other but kids, still, you, know? you know, when what I think when you threaten kids to behave, yeah. you're not really teaching them like how to be responsible for their own behavior. Yeah. You're just telling, you're like policing them. So they never like really learn how to like act right, you know? Yeah. And I think when we're always like, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to take away this, like, you know, I, it's, it's hard. It's a hard balance, you know? I mean, what we try to do is say like, okay, if you make this decision, this is the consequence. And 
we have to follow through with it to know that this child is like, what, like we mean serious business. Like, Hey, you know, you didn't finish this. So we're not going to go here after all. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, um, uh, what was I going to say? I think that that's kind of something that, um, you know, we try to balance so that I'm not making my child afraid. Cause I feel like there's so many things that happen that my child actually is afraid. <laughs> I don't have to add to it, you know, but, um, you know, I also think, how do we not project our own fears onto our children as parents? Um, and that's, and that's like an important part of healing, you yeah. know, like, actually I am creating a safe world for my child and, you know, like kind of going back to what you were saying about just, you know, you don't want anyone to hurt your child. When we teach children that their body is their own, when we teach them that they don't have to obey every adult in their life, that they can speak out for themselves, that their voices are heard and that their voices are valid. Then they learn how to stick up for themselves. Yeah, They'll say like, I don't want to do that. You can't do that to me. I'm going to tell somebody. But when we're taught all the time, like you have to respect your, you know, your family member, you have to do what they say without question then it sets kids up for thinking like I have to do this or I don't have power yeah. to say no. I think that's the hard thing. Yeah. 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 Well, <clears throat> like I know exactly what you mean. Cause when my dad's brother was doing what he was doing, like, I remember he would say like, if you say something, I'm, he literally drove me to a, um, an alley where there was like a bunch of drunk guys and stuff like that. And he said, if you say anything, then these guys, will kill your mom and your brother. You know what I'm saying? And I told Susie that was the fear that I held with me for a long time. Like, I don't want my mom to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want my brother to die. You know what I mean? Because at that time, me and my brother, it was like my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just hearing an adult tell you that, like, now as an adult, I'm like, why the fuck would I even listen to him? Like, like he wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, like, he would, like, on a snap of a finger, like, they'll go and kill your mom and your brother. You know, or they're going to go kill your, you know, they're going to go hurt your grandma and your grandpa. Do you want that? And I was like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, when he's, you know, you, when he has the capacity to hurt you there, then you have no doubt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're like, if you can do this to me, I don't doubt that you could do that to the people that, that I love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I get what you mean. Like, well, and now as an adult, you kind of like know that you have your own power. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, going to therapy has helped me a lot. Like, this last session that we had, that I had, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like going to therapy is going to help me a lot raising our child. You know what I'm saying? Like, because um, Susie has her ways, you know, what she grew up, you know, and then I have mine, you know what I mean? But I feel like I'm for sure going to do things that I've learned, mm -hmm. you know, like in my family. But a lot of it, too, is like... I'm not gonna, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's all everything I learned in, in therapy, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much that you learn about yourself, about your family, you know, like, and I'm happy that I'm still going because it's really gonna help me, like, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, I think it helps you, like, start to model these really positive behaviors, like, you wanna see your child doing. Yeah. And, you know, like, speaking up for yourself and, um, you know, being able to manage your feelings around, just like all your family dynamics, which 
I mean, even I, I feel like you were starting already on this road of like really healing yourself even before you started your therapy. But I've noticed like it's really accelerated since you since you've done that. And I mean, I'll tell you like two years ago when you guys, you know, like when you got married, I know there was like all that stuff going on um, with just like how how you guys got married and how people reacted to it yeah. and stuff like that. And I think about you then, and I think about you now and not that you're a different person. Cause I feel like you're, you're definitely the same person you've always been, but I do feel like that pain is a lot less. Like it's not there. Oh yeah. It's not, for sure. it's not sitting there like it used to. Like there's a few important people that didn't show up to the baby shower. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that if it was me back then, like I would have been so freaking hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I would have been like so hurt and like, and, and as soon as I heard they weren't going to make it or whatever, like I was okay with it. I was like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. people grow apart. You know what I'm saying? Like people grow apart and you know, they don't put in effort. Like, I mean, it's like, if you don't put effort into trying to spend time with me, then I'm not going to do that with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, um, one one specific person that didn't show up, like, like I even told Susie, like, that was the last straw for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and if that would have been, if that, if that, if he wouldn't have showed up, you know what I'm saying? Like a couple years ago before therapy, I would have been crying. I would have been like, yeah, you know, calling him, asking him why, why didn't you come? You know, and now it's like, to me, it's like, you you obviously don't give a fuck about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't give a fuck about me, about my child. You don't care about my wife. You have just proven to me that I am not, I don't, you don't care about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like I told Susie, but if I was, if it was me back then, for sure, I would have been crying. For sure, I would have called and said, hey, why didn't you show up? You know what I'm saying? Like, I needed you here, but I don't need, I don't need you no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't need him anymore i haven't needed him for years he's never been there for me you know like before so it, it it's whatever you know what i'm saying yeah um and it, it you know it, it just sucks because like you know like as a parent you should be there for your daughter you know what i'm saying like yeah. and you know obviously it was my pops you know what i mean like him not showing up was to me it said a lot about him you know and i'm not and i'm not trying to talk down to to him or say he's a horrible father because he's a, I, I give him props. He's a good dad to my other siblings. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he's never been there for me. So I wouldn't, I don't expect better from him. You know what I mean? Um, just to me, it just shows a lot about, it says a lot about you for not showing up to the people around me who saw that you weren't here. Like it sucks when your own, like one of my friends had to ask me like, Hey, like, well, where's your dad? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's like, I'm not going to be like, I was before making up excuses for him, you know, like, it's like, I don't know. He didn't show up. Like he just didn't show up. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But like I told my uncle, I told him, you know what? To me, my child will have many people to fill the void of a grandparent, mm-hmm. of an uncle, of an aunt, of whatever, you know, I'm saying like any people, any one who is, not trying to be a part of my life now that I'm pregnant, then don't try to fucking be a part of my life once the baby's here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that goes for everybody. Well, like even before, I mean, I think that's the other part. I mean, it's unfortunate because I think sometimes 
when you become a parent, if you've not had the model to adjust your parenting to your individual children, because, you know, they have, your family has, there's five children with different personalities, different needs. And I think sometimes like it's, it's easy for parents when, you know, they have children that aren't gonna like have different needs or, you know, don't demand different ways of their time. And I think the fact that, you know, you're somebody that like, you know, you want your parents to show up in a different way, you know, maybe than your other siblings do. I think sometimes when parents are challenged by that, they just completely shut down. And this is not, I'm not making an excuse for like all that stuff or what happened, but I, I think it's an explanation of, you know, like how there's different relationships between parents who may not have the ability to adjust their parenting styles to their different kids. Like I think about my, like my mom, my dad is pretty good about it. Like he, he's, he's getting better at just showing up for all of us in different ways. But I see that he really struggles with connecting like with my young, like with Lynette, like I see that. Um, But my mom, I think she struggles with me. So we have a hard time because I, there, I mean, it's just like a lot of history and stuff behind that, but, but her and Lynette are very close. And some of that just has to do with like historically what was going on between my parents, like in their marriage when she was born, like some stuff happened. And so she's very close with my mom. Like I, I know, I remember like when I was really struggling with my mom, you know, just like when I started with therapy and I was like, you really did some fucked up shit to me. And she was just like, nope, there's nothing wrong with me. I mean, that was the short of it. I remember I was like, you need to go to therapy. And she's like, you're the one that needs to be in therapy, not me. And I was like, girl. Yeah. And Lynette was like, you're so mean to her. Why are you like that? And I'm like, I'm angry with her. And that's the thing I feel like, unless you've been through what I've been through, like you can't sit there and, and say like, you know, well, you know, for example, like I, I said, this was the last straw, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been done, but this is like, I'm mm-hmm. done done type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And to hear other people's input on, um, on me being done is like, you can't be done. Like that's your dad. No, I'm done. I'm done. Like I'm literally done. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've thankfully been blessed with people that, you know, people that I can, can say they're, they've been a a father figure for me. For example, my Tio Mando, you know what I'm saying? Like he showed up, you know what I mean? Like he literally showed up, gave me a hug, reminded me that my child will always have a grandma, a grandpa, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. uh, like she hugged me. She told me like, you know, anything you guys ever need, like I'm the grandma, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom showed up and she, you know, of course my mom has, I think my mom has showed up for me a lot more now, you know what I'm saying? Like than she did before. And when people say, well, you know, maybe later on you'll build a relationship relationship with people that are, you know, I'm missing now. I no, sometimes it's too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for my pops, I feel like it's too late. Like, even if he tries to build a relationship, I'm not going to stop him from seeing my baby if he wants to see my baby, but I'm not, the relationship is done. Like I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I have other people that can fill that void as a grandpa, you know? Yeah. But Dale. yeah, even to the <laughs> Dale, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
like my tia Esperanza, like my tia Esperanza has been there for us throughout the whole pregnancy. Like she literally will ask every single time, how are you guys doing? Do you need anything? Like how's baby, you know, like, and it sucks because the people that you wish would be asking like, how's the baby? How's, how are you? You know, like they're not doing that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that really sucks, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I think therapy has helped me a lot mm-hmm. um, to be okay with, with just being like, well, well, if you don't ask about the baby, then don't ask the baby, about the baby once the baby's here. You yeah. Know what I'm I mean, that, that is the hard thing. Cause I think like even even all of a sudden when people come around when you're pregnant, cause it's like, that's interesting. Yeah. Like you've had a lot of opportunities to connect with me. And now that I'm carrying a baby who's really cute, well, that baby grows up. Yeah. And from my own experience, there was people who really wanted to be like, treated me like shit. Once I got pregnant was like all up in my shit again, like wanted to connect. And once my baby got to be older was like, Oh, well, fuck you. Peace out. You know? And then was like that with my, with my child. See, and I think that me seeing you guys, like seeing what you guys are going through and seeing how these people do not even reach out to Mateo. Like, it's like, I don't want my baby to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm sure Mateo's okay. Not having these people around, you know, or, or who knows? We don't know what he's feeling. You know, maybe he feels bad that the, and he just doesn't say anything. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what Mateo's feeling, but I don't want to. I don't want to put my child through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why when I see you guys and you know what you guys are going through, like, I even tell Susie, like, fuck that. Like, I'm my child's not gonna feel like they're second best. They're not gonna be put to the side. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want my child to feel what I've been feeling my whole life. I think that. Um... If I, you know, I think I pushed a lot of, and I feel very guilty about this, but pushed like a lot of my own child's needs aside in regards to keeping those relationships going. Like there was shit that happened that I was like, this is really fucked up. Like you're, you know, treating my child differently or like, I will never forget like when Christmas it was like, well, your child got less gifts because this other child doesn't have a grandma that spoils, spoils him. Like, you know, like uh, spoils them. Like, you know, your child gets spoiled and saying that in front of my child. And then me having to go home and explain that, like I should have said something. My husband should have said something. Yeah. But I think we were trying to just keep the peace because there had been so much like shit happen before we even had him. And so then, you know, like we were finally like reconnected and there was a lot of shit that we put up with in the treatment of our child. Like some of the stuff I'm like that, unfortunately, we just found out about recently because he he did tell us and I was like, how the fuck are you going to treat a kid like that? Like, have your problem with me, whatever it is. But how the fuck are you going to treat a child like that? Especially one that is your family. Like, that's an innocent child that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, So the fact that, you know, you're trying to make a child feel bad. Like, that says some... Go to therapy, girl. I'm letting that Go to therapy. (laughs) And I think that's, like, a a regret that I have is, like, that I did not step up sooner. Like, I should have... I should have done that and been like, listen, you may not have the courage to do this, but I, I do. And I need to do it. But 
you know, I mean, obviously I, I didn't want to make things like complicated for my husband. I understand, understood the relationship he had and how much he valued that. Um, you know, it would have been easy for me to just be like, fuck y'all. But for him, I, I understood that. But, you know, when it came down to the fact that we were starting to be like, that's not okay. I remember there was an incident where Mateo got blamed for something that he didn't even do. And this was like a reoccurring thing that was going on. And Mateo wasn't the only kid being blamed for shit and getting in trouble for it. And um, finally, Frank said something like, I'm sick of you always blaming him for stuff that he has. He's not even doing or just like, you know, just stupid shit. But you're not you're not disciplining the other child. So like, that's not fair. And, um, you know, it kind of got to a point where we were like, just don't interact anymore because we yeah. don't want to do with that. But, you know, it, t- it took many years to, for that to happen. And I'm like, I just don't want, like, that would really piss me. I would be fuming. Like, why is this kid? Why is my, my kid? has never had any issues, like would play with all the other kids in the family and have no problem. So I just, I don't know, but it definitely, when it's your child, it definitely hurts more when someone's like, yeah, see, I'm not going to let, I don't want it to get to that. I don't want, I don't want it to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? When my child is going to feel what I felt, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know what it feels like. I felt it my whole fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and I don't, I don't, I'm tired of trying to be the peacemaker, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of being the one to be the nice person and just, you know, sweep shit under the carpet, you know what I mean? Like, pretend like everything's okay. Yeah, like, I'm done. Like, no more, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I like I always say, like, I love my dad. That's my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my mom. That's my mom. I love my brothers and my, my sisters. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone. It's just, I'm just trying to, like, let you know, if they're listening to the podcast, like I'm just trying to let them know, like you cannot sit there and you cannot tell me to, you know, let it go. Or you can't say, Hey, you know, just, it, it's not even like that. Like it is like that. Like I, it's been like that for, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say how old I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, 25. It's, but it's been there. It's been like that for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't like when people say, well, I think you're just being sensitive or, you know, I think that, you know, that's not what it's like. Like, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and unless you're in my shoes, you know what I'm saying? Like feeling what I'm feeling, then you can't, you can't do it. You know, well, that's you can't like judge validating your experience yeah. and it's invalidating your feelings. And those are all valid. That's why I feel like when it comes to Frank, like, I feel like I, like me and him have so much in common, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't know what he's been through when he was little or whatever, you know what I mean? But now as an adult, like I see all the bullshit that he's going through, you know what I'm saying? Like um, how he feels and, and it really sucks, you know what I mean? Because it sucks, mm-hmm. but it, it feels, it feels nice to be able to talk to someone who has gone through or is going through the same shit yeah. that I'm going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, it just, it's crazy to me how, how how as a parent you can't call your child 
every day like you call your other kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you not check up on your child? Like, how do you, and I'm not, and I'm not talking about Frank before people try to come at me or try to come for me, you know, that I'm, I don't know what's going on with Frank's family or anything like that. Like, I know what I see, you know what I mean? But I'm talking for myself. Like, as a, as a parent, like, I see Gia call Susie every, every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, it's like, how do you not, check up on me every day, knowing that I'm pregnant, knowing that, you know, it, it can be, it's high risk or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you not call me every day and say, Hey, how are you feeling? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like my sister's you got a geriatric I, pregnancy. Yeah. You know, like my sisters, I think check up on me more than my own parents, you know what I'm saying? And that really sucks. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, it just sucks because it, it's like, well, you don't even know. How do you know? I didn't even have the baby already. Well, how do you know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but you know what I mean? Like, how do you know that I'm not at the hospital right now? Or that something happened to me or that I fell or knock on wood, you know what I'm saying? Like, I watch my steps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, just shit like that. Like, how do you not check up on your child? Yeah. And that goes for any parent who is like, I don't know. Like, honestly, like, I see my, I see my tia Kena, dude, and how much, like, how much she loves her kids. Like, she literally rides for her kids. Tio Mando literally yeah. rides for his kids. Like they are literally they are like, or dies for their kids. For their kids. Like yeah. no fucking lie. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, it just sucks because I, we used to have that. You know what I mean? When we were small, like we used to have that and, and it's gone now. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I think it's just, it's so hard because sometimes parents may not have that connection to that child. But I do think like, in a way, and I'm not uh, this. I'm not speaking about your parents at all because I don't think this is the case. But in some cases, I think the the silent treatment is a way to punish. Yeah. Um, and I think in some people's case, like I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pretty much what the silent treatment does is give the child the message that you don't exist anymore. Yeah. You don't exist to me. You're not important to me. I don't love you, which is really sad and unfortunate. And um, you know, even when Frank and I are like, you know, disciplining Mateo and stuff like that, which thankfully we don't have to do too much because this kid's pretty, is has been a pretty, you know, pretty good kid. But, um, I always tell him like, don't give him the silent treatment because you're telling him you don't exist to me right yeah. now. And anytime you make me mad, I'm going to pretend like you're not here and you're not important to me anymore. And we don't want to ever give kids that message because like, you know, you could always say like, I, I'm, I need time by myself because I'm upset right now and I need to calm down before I talk to you. Yeah. Like that's a healthy way to, cause like we can all like, trust me, like there was one time where when he was like 12 or 13, that's like the asshole years, the middle school years, these kids start acting really uh, out of pocket and crazy. And you're just like child for sale. And I like had to leave because I was like, I'm about to lose my shit on you. And I'm about to say some real mean shit because you're being a little dick right now. So I'm out. I'm going to go to Marshall's. I came back with like six packs of shit. Frank's like, damn, girl. But, um, but you know, instead of just being in the house and ignoring him or doing something like saying really mean stuff or taking everything out on him, like I was like, I just need to get out of here. Like, we'll talk about this later. Like, I can't do this right now. But, um. I think it's very unfortunate because when people can't accept the information, so as a parent, and I know we talked about this earlier, like when you can't admit, I did something to hurt you and I'm sorry because that wasn't my intention, 
but I'm going to apologize to you. There's a lot of people who are parents who are out there saying, well, you're a kid. I never have to apologize to you. Right. And, but it's like, but what are you telling your kids that only certain people are, are um, worthy of being apologized to, or only certain people's behavior is being, you're being, are, is, are accountable or only certain people are accountable for their behavior. So I think that that's something we're trying to model is like, I messed up because there's been times where I've lost my shit. My temper is way worse than Frank's is unfortunately. And I've went in there and told Mateo, like, listen, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you like that. I'm just very frustrated. And I should have told you a different way. And he's like, you know, and that's all we can do. But unfortunately, I feel like if we have parents that were never taught those skills and they're not open to learning those skills, then it leaves your relationship in this place of, do you just accept how it is and kind of like have a, maybe a more superficial relationship? Because you're never going to feel safe to go to those places to have those kinds of conversations if people are telling you, well, you're just overreacting or it didn't happen like that. Or, you know, you should just be thankful that your parents provided a roof over your head. Like, yeah, we didn't ask to be born. Okay. (laughs) And we still, part of being a parent is making sure that your child has emotional safety. Like, Mm. it's not just about anybody can feed include the child but to provide the emotional safety is a a part of parenting we want to make sure that we're doing that for our kids yeah like i said are my parents good parents yeah they're good parents to my other siblings you know what i'm saying they're awesome grandparents like i see how much they love you know honda's kids you know what i'm saying um so you know props to them for being great grandparents and great parents to my siblings you know what i'm saying like but for me, I feel like I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm done and I'm not going to allow my child or let my child feel what I've felt this whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, if my siblings are listening, which I'm, I kind of have a feeling some do, you know what I mean? Like I'm not talking down to my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like I always say they're good parents. You know what I mean? It's just they haven't been good parents to me, you know, and I get blamed a lot because I stay away. Um, I don't come around. Well, I don't come around and I stay away because they make me feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? And why go and feel that way for a couple hours when I can just be in my own home and feel so loved by my wife and like surround myself by people who love me. Like you guys or like Rosa, like my Tia Esperanza and her kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, why would I go and put myself in that situation and go feel like crap or come home crying? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'd rather just stay in my own house. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's not it's not good, but you know, hopefully you'll create an atmosphere for your own child where they will will not know that feeling. Hell no, I'm know? gonna I I have to. Oh, you know she's, what I'm saying? she's gonna be like, Mom, you're making me feel very anxious when you do XYZ. You're like, What? What? No. But you know, but that's how we change, like that's how we break these cycles of dysfunction. I'm breaking it. Is that you're just like we're, we're not we're not with the sledgehammer yeah (laughs) oh well that's all the time we have today that was a long one it was good though it was good and i think it's important to for you know like as you prepare for motherhood to like process all of these things and you know i think 
like use the skills you're learning in therapy to help deal with some of this stuff that you have to experience, you know? So definitely I think it's, um, it's good. Well, we are going to be bringing you these podcasts weekly. So just look out every, um, Sunday, we're going to start putting them out Sunday since they're weeklies. That way you can listen to them on the way to work on Monday. Yeah. Or Sunday when you're laying in your backyards. Hopefully the weather's starting to get a little bit cooler. Um, So we will see you next week uh, when we are going to be talking about deal breakers in relationships. That's right. (laughs) All right. Thank you for joining. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right.